How you guys doing? Just want to check in with you real quick and tell you how you can come support the show. So, What's you this? guys, so this is, uh, oh, what is this? This is uh, this is called Frankenskies. Frankenskies. If you guys don't know about Frankenskies, that's a good movie. You how do you not know about Frankenskies? But if you haven't seen it yet, if you, haven't seen you it yet, absolutely must, must. Absolute must watch. And so we got a little deal for you guys. So we do have our little Patreon channel that we are building up. You know, we're starting to put some premium exclusive content, not just the Clown Towns, but exclusive Patreon content up there that's just great. Um, all three of us checking in with you uh, on the bonus land, but... Uh, if you guys, anybody that signs up for the new, uh, a new Patreon subscription at any level, uh, we will send you a copy of the DVD here with a little personalized note from the crew here. So. And I would say if you're an old Patreon subscriber, yeah, we'll, we'll send us you your up. email. Yes. We'll send we'll you see, a, yeah, a copy it, as well. Any of our Patreon subscribers. Totally. That's a good 100%. point. That's, yeah. So if you're, if you're a current Patreon subscriber or a new Patreon subscriber, you send us a message in Patreon uh, with an address that we can send it to you and then we'll get you fixed up with a copy of Frankenskies by our friend Matt Landman and a little personalized note. So appreciate you guys. Also, uh, another, with love. Yeah, with love, with love. With love. Another great way to support the show, along with your health, is uh, with a TRS. So TRS is an odorless, tasteless zeolite spray that eliminates heavy metals out of your system. Um, we had some people asking today about uh, the graphene oxide thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll repost it in our Telegram. But there's a study talking about how zeolite eliminates graphene oxide, you know, vaccine injuries, stuff like that. It works well for, like, ch- childhood vaccine injuries. Um, an amazing product, you know, if you've if you got any sort of brain fog going on, which yeah. a lot of times – you don't even realize that you have it until you start yeah. doing like a TRS so, detox. Yeah. And the, by the time, like I was a couple months in, I'm like, holy shit, dude, I'm on point like with this stuff. Yep, so yep, I still lose my words every now and then, but much man, sharper, not, much sharper, man. Yep. Like it's, it's great. So tr- if you go to truthtrs.com, you can learn more about that or follow them on Instagram at truth TRS. And, uh, yeah. So let's see what else we got. Whoa. Cody. Cody. Cody, Cody, Cody's crystals on Instagram. He's uh, he's got the coolest gems and crystals in the business. He had some really beautiful, amazing. I just I yeah. think it was the other day or yesterday. He has wands. Yeah, little did wands. You, did you yes, see those? I did see the wands. Those yes. are so cool. Yes, yes. So if you guys want to check it out, go to at c o d y s underscore crystals at Cody's crystals on if Instagram. You want to like play Harry Potter? You're gonna need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Yep, well, I was thinking they look magical like Christmas. I don't know. Christmas-y, I, just, yeah, I thought they kind of. I guess maybe wands aren't. I just thought because it was like I don't know. I didn't yeah. see it. I was. I've just been watching Harry Potter, so I was oh, picturing. God. I have. I have my little boy's like such a raw county. He likes all those really cool things. So when I saw the wandy things with the stars, I was like, Perfect. Oh, that's a yes on those. Yeah, so, yeah there you go. So much of his stuff, though, he has some really. It's really amazing cool stuff. stuff, you guys. So go check it out at Cody's Crystals at C O D Y S underscore Crystals on Instagram. Um, and then of course. Modern Retro Radio. Adis. Shout out to Adis. is our good friend. He runs a 24-hour uh, online streaming radio station called Modern Retro Radio, which is new songs from classic artists. Yeah, you so can check fantastic. that out at modernretroradio.com, modernretrofm.com, or on the TuneIn app. Um, he's a you know friend of the show. You know He supports we, what we we're really doing here. We really enjoy him. He's uh, such a cool yeah, human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, big love shout out to Adis, and yeah. I just love what he's doing over there. He's got a really cool thing going, so you guys go go support him. Um, let's see. What else? So like, share, and subscribe. You guys? Uh, five star reviews but also check out this this great shirt this great shirt look at what well, we do this is, this is an exclusive this is exclusive okay. that's well, not well, for sale well, yet well, 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 this is a preview of listen, what, what's if, to come if somebody writes us and they're like hey that that she was wearing okay. I want it we'll, we'll, okay. we can hook yes, them up but, but we we're going to streamline it soon yes exactly we're not streamlining we got, we got a new line of embroidered shirts coming soon but for right now you know we can get the first generation yep. Truzilla t-shirts at all of our cool logos yes, all of exactly. the sayings truzilla.org forward slash shirts you got the the standard Truthzilla podcast logo. We got the Fauci gave us all AIDS shirt. You know, you got all that good stuff. Crisis so, actor. Crisis actor. I you love You cannot the inject actor. health. You cannot inject health. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so go to truthzilla.org forward slash shirts to check out all that. And yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Enjoy the show. 
welcome to Truthzilla. I am Megan sitting here with Scott and Ed. Hello. Yo. Our guest tonight is coming at us from the front line of the information war. He is the senior producer and nightly news director at InfoWars, the most censored, banned, and hated media outlet on the face of the planet, which means he's a friend of ours here at Truthzilla. Rob Dew, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate the invite. Thank uh, you really, for you know, us. yeah, truly the honor is ours, as, as the audience probably knows. They're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so, Rob, yeah, man, uh, truly grateful to have you here today. Like, there's a lot of stuff that we can talk about. Um, I'm looking, definitely looking forward to it. But, you know, I'm really curious, though. I'm hoping, just on like a personal interest note, I was just kind of curious. You know, you you are like literally on the front lines of the information war. You are the one, you know, like, that's behind the scenes, like bringing so much of this information that's just so key, crucial right now. But I was wondering, so on a personal note, like what was it that woke you up? Like what was your red pill in all this? Uh, kind of a long story. I'll give you yeah. a shortened version. Um, I've always been kind of a look behind the curtain type guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up getting my degree in theater, but it was more of the behind the scenes type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what really woke me up were actually the two books that I, I still have in my office. I was um, in a used bookstore. We used to, we used to read books back in the day. <laughs> And um, I'm, I'm looking for something. I'm going back to college and I see this set of uh, the, the, the conspiracy aisle, mm-hmm. but it was about this big, you know, maybe, mm. maybe two shelves deep and uh, about four feet wide of a bunch of books. So I'm looking, like, oh, this is neat. So I see one called None Dare Call It Conspiracy. Mm. I'm immediately intrigued by the title. I pull it out. I look at it. I'm like, all right, interesting. I'll get that one. And then the other one was called Who Runs Congress? And it was written by the Ralph Nader Congress Project. And between those two books kind of were like the first primer of, you know, seeing the world differently than how we've been taught it was Um, with the globalist angle. And then with Congress, like, you know, the left and right are really doing the same thing. Um, They're not they're basically in it for the money. Uh, Mm -hmm. When you look at it from, you know, 50,000 foot view. And, uh, and not everybody, but, you know, he, he gave a lot of good examples. I remember uh, in the 70s, there was a, an issue with the price of milk. And they were a lot of the book had to do with the price of milk, because I guess that was the big thing that was going on at the time. Um, but, it, you know, those two things kind of just planted the seeds. Um, I talked to I remember talking about this with a professor. My, my uh, he was an uh, English professor. And uh, his son was actually in a few of the plays that I'd written. And he was, um, I was telling him about these books. He's like, you know, there's a lot of people who can spend a lot of time looking into conspiracies or you could just, you know, enjoy your life. You got to set it like that. (laughs) Wasn't necessarily telling me that I was crazy, but kind of saying, you know, you could do that or you could just go and live a normal, a normal life. Well, unfortunately, I, I went down the conspiracy road. Or, or fortunately, you could say, mm-hmm. because it opened my eyes to a lot of things. Um, you know, I've been filtering my water, God, since, I don't know, I've probably been filtering my water for 25 years now. Mm-hmm. Oh, we filtered it at my parents' house before, uh, but, the, you know, I took a conscious decision to do it as soon as I moved out on my own. Uh, I've been using and making my own colloidal silver for 15 years, maybe even longer. Uh, I don't use it all the time, but I know when to use it. You know, I've, I've, I've done a lot of uh, t- just talking with people, talking with different doctors and herbalists and stuff. I know how to pretty much take care of myself, except when this was COVID hit. That was a that was a 
uh, a ringer. But, um, you know, so that's kind of how I got started. Then I moved to Austin. I turned on the radio one day and I hear this guy talking about all the shit I've been reading about. And I'm like, wow, how is he allowed to do this? Who is this guy? Mm -hmm. My guy was Alex Jones. Mm -hmm. And he was he was doing his radio show at the time. Uh, plus, he had it was on his website and then he was also doing local uh, access television. And so you'd come home at night from whatever. I was a musician, so I was gigging a lot. Come home 2 a.m., turn on. Alex Jones was normally playing on one of the channels, uh, whether it was a repeat or, or, or something like that. So I was I got a heavy diet of, uh, of Alex and uh, a lot of my jobs involve video editing. So I'd always have something either looking or playing on one of my monitors. And it was usually InfoWars. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the time was was InfoWars. And that was the, the source of news that I, in fact, I like the old version of the website better when it just listed it had headline and subheadline, and it just went boom, 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 boom. And you could just mm. almost like a drudge report type thing, but it looked mm -hmm. a little bit better. And there's some other things, but I would just go through that and scroll till I'd get to where I had read. And then, you know, I'd come back a couple hours later and there'd be a few more stories and I'd read those, and, um, go through it. So that, I kind of, I guess, got me to where I am today. And then, you know, uh, I answered a, a Craigslist ad in 08 sometime in 08 and um they interviewed me and the guy i talked to at the time he said um he said hey i just let you know this is a job for info wars <laughs> if, if that makes a difference i said oh no, no that's cool he said oh okay great well let's get you over here tomorrow you know all right so i went there and alex was actually interviewing the guy he used to have this guest on i think his name was barry cooper he used to do a bunch of videos called never get busted uh, say yeah, not to get busted from the cops with your mm -hmm. weed. <laughs> and uh, he, and he was a former sheriff's deputy. And I remember going in there and they had barbecue on the side table. I think it was Rudy's. We used to get, we still get Rudy's a lot, but we used to get Rudy's a, a lot. But when I went in there, they had Rudy's. I went in uh, to do the interview and um, sitting there talking to the, the guy, Mike, and I also come in during the break. Oh, what's your name? Oh, good to meet you. Da -da -da. And he goes, so what do you do? And I told him all the things I've been doing. And I started pulling DVDs out of my bag that I had produced and different things. And then I showed him one. I said, this is one I did for the city of South Padre Island. And, you know, we got all the businesses to, to help kick in money to finance this video. And then in exchange, they all got an ad. And then the city decided to make, you know, 500,000 DVDs. He goes, that's the kind of thinking we need here. And he walked out. And the guy looks at me and goes, I think you got the job. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Great. Yeah, that's super cool, man. Uh, well, yeah, well, thank you for sharing that, man. Uh, so one of the things you alluded to that I know that uh, around here we've got some kind of uh, we can relate to is like you got hit with the bioweapon pretty hard, huh? I did. Earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, um, I don't know if you saw, I put some stuff out. I'm on the Mastodon, No Agenda Mastodon. Yeah, sure. I put out a couple of videos there. One of me leaving the, I did go in the hospital for a couple of days, but it's a long that started in Lake Tahoe where I, I thought I was getting allergies, had a little fever. And, and in Austin, they have this juniper tree that puts out um, a pollen in January and people get this thing called cedar fever. And you can look it up and you can even look at videos of the pollen trees and the window shade and this yellow cloud will come out of the trees. It's, it's ridiculous. But, you know, when you first get to Austin, it doesn't affect you. Then about three years in, you suddenly get hit with cedar fever where you literally have a fever. And I felt that coming on the, the night we got there. And I'm like, oh, it's just we're around pine trees. We're up in the smoke. We could see smoke in the air, but it, it wasn't that bad. 
but it was bad. I mean, you couldn't see across the lake. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, you know, I'll just take a bunch of vitamin C and drink a bunch of water. And I woke up the next day and I didn't have the fever, but I still felt like shit. And then it just progressively like different things were like, then I got a cough a couple days later and then I just felt real run down and then I was getting nauseous and then I didn't want to eat. And it just, every day something else new started happening. And I did, you know, I, I, told, I was telling Alex, like, I don't, I feel like crap. And he's like, well, let's just do a little bit of work. It'll shoot something. You can go back to your hotel. So we do a little work and, and then about Wednesday, I'm like, dude, I don't even know if I can get out of bed. He's like, you just got to drive me and my wife to a boat and you're done for the day. I said, fine. That's a, that's perfect. That That's the kind of job. Cause then on the way to drop them off the boat, I would stop at the drugstore and get stuff. And I, actually that Wednesday, I bought a COVID test because my wife and my buddy both were like, I bet you might have COVID. I'm like, I don't have COVID. You know, I hadn't had it since, you know, hadn't had it, made it all the way through 2020. Get the test Thursday. I felt terrible. Like I was like, holy shit, I'm sick. And there wasn't like, oh, it's just allergies. It's just this and that. So I took the test. Um, it came up super positive. It was probably because they're like, uh, the red line might be faint, but if you see a little bit, you're still sick. And it was like fucking beet red, neon blasting out. I'm like, oh my <laughs> yeah. God. And so the first person I text is actually Dale Bigtree. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I, uh, from the high wire and, We've known him for a few years. I actually met him uh, a few years ago when Robert F. Kennedy had a press conference with Robert De Niro. I went up there and I got an interview with Kennedy and a few other people. Um, but I met Dale Bigtree there, and he was yeah. he was the one I was most impressed with out of all the speeches mm -hmm. that everybody gave. I was like, this guy knows what's going on. And then I did like a 30-minute interview with him in a hotel. I'm like, hey, man, we got to talk on camera. And he was great, and you almost can't get a word in edgewise with him. He talks mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, he, I said, Hey, who is that guy you had on your show that, that prescribed the asthma inhaler? I, I just knew it was an asthma inhaler medicine. Dr. Richard. Uh, it's Dr. Bartlett. Bartlett. Yeah. Bartlett. Yep. Dr. Richard Bartlett. And he texted me his home phone number. I'm like, all right. In fact, <laughs> I mean, literally the text messages were very short. Um, let's see if I can, I can so I'll awesome. pull it up and yeah. read it to you. Cause yeah, I'm just going to text Dell and get. Bartlett's not I wish I would have had those connections. Hey, do you, <laughs> hey, do you know that doctor uh, that will prescribe prednisone over the phone? Need to keep it on the DL. I didn't want to tell him, you know, mm -hmm. what's going sure. on. He goes, "Yes, the best coming up." Room, Richard Bartlett. I said, "You're the best." He said, "Tell him who you work for, and that I gave you his number. Great guy. He's the one who discovered it." Yep. Perfect. I <clears throat> call Richard Bartlett. He answers the phone. It's like seven o'clock their time, about five o'clock my time. And I told him what's going on. He's like, "Listen, I'm going to help you out, but you got to do everything I say." because I haven't lost a patient yet and I don't want yeah. you to be the first. Yeah. And so over the next, you know, two or three weeks, we had daily, sometimes two or three day discussions and he was prescribing me the drugs. And, uh, basically by the time I got him on Friday morning, so he, he wrote me the prescription, but all the places were like, Oh, we can't fill it until tomorrow. So I have to go home and I'm fucking wrecked at that point. Mm -hmm. But I did have the nebulizer. Mm-hmm. The next day I get up, uh, go get the, the, the drugs, start taking them. So Friday, Saturday, Saturday, I started feeling a little bit better towards the end of Saturday. Uh, but literally I was getting up, going to the bathroom and then go laying in the shower for like 45 minutes and then going back into the bed. But every two hours, he said, you got to take the budesonide. So I'm literally waking up every two hours to take this stuff. And I, I took some videos of it. I was going to do a documentary on it. I don't know if I will, but hmm. we'll see. Um, 
And so I did that stuff. And so then by Sunday, me and the security, the security guard got it, but he started about three days later than I did with the symptoms. So I, mm. he didn't get it as bad. Because this stuff, it takes a while to travel through your body. And once it, it starts, you know, it was starting with the fever, full body fever, and then it was moving up to my head, and then it moved down to my stomach, and then it moved to my legs, and then my hands started hurting. Like, it just moved around. And then by the time it moves all around, it's like, hey, we've infected your body. Now we're going to fuck you. Mm. And it mm. just literally attacks every part of your body all at once. But I, you know, I lost, end up losing about 33 pounds. Um, I've gained a little bit back. Uh, it's been, that was actually a good part. Um, <laughs> I recently saw a rough cut of a, do- a documentary and I'm, I'm in it a few scenes. It's about Alex, but I'm, I'm in a few parts of it and I'm like, holy shit, I have a beer gut, hmm. but now I don't have the beer gut anymore. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, so that was, I guess the one positive thing, but we, so then we're driving back. Um, and this thing, I'd feel good for like four or five hours. And then I start feeling like shit. And then I feel good. And then I get worse. And then I kind of get better. And they get, it was like it was toying with me the whole time. Finally, I get home. My oxygen level at that time was like a, a, in the low 80s, like an 82, 83, which is really bad. It should be like 96. And they say if it's between 95 and 88, you got to really watch. If it goes below 88, you should be in the hospital. And I was like at 84. Mm. Uh, and then I checked it. I was home for a day. And then the next day, it was like 79. And the doc, uh, my wife's freaking out. And um, she wanted to bring me to the hospital and I didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. But then I talked to the doctor. He's like, look, he goes, they can go run tests on you. We could see if there's anything else and, you know, we can take care of it. So he's like, it's not the worst thing in the world. So I went, um, went to the emergency room. They're like, oh, we're going to put you in the COVID wing, but it's at the other hospital. So I had to ride, take my first uh, ambulance ride, which caused, you know, all that. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous amounts of money were spent. Mm-hmm. Sent me to the hospital. I was on oxygen, the five liters of oxygen. That got my oxygen level back up. And then in the meantime, my wife had got a, a home oxygen machine. Uh, and then, but then my family was supposed to go on a vacation for a week. We we're supposed to go to Florida. So they all took off. I said, Yeah, go ahead and leave. Because when I come back home, I don't want y'all there. <laughs> and I called a buddy of mine. And he said, Yeah, I'll come stay with you for a couple of weeks. They went for a week. And then um, uh, I got home. I was, I was fucking drained. Uh, it turned into pneumonia. I took about a month off work. Uh, but basically every day I had to go outside. The key to this stuff is if you do get pneumonia, you have to keep moving around. You can't just lay in bed cause it gets worse. That's probably why I got pneumonia. Cause I was a few days I was just laying around when, when you start getting this thing, you got to just keep walking around every day. You got to move, you got to do something cause it will turn into pneumonia. And, and when it turns into pneumonia, it could go bacterial or viral. I didn't go either way. I just, I had what they called COVID pneumonia, which I think is just the base form. Um, but what was crazy is when I went to the hospital, they were like, well, do you have any drugs? Like, you know, medicine. I'm like, Oh no, I don't have anything. Dr. Bartlett said, don't tell me of anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had all my show with me and I would take it into the bathroom. I turn on the nebulizer <laughs> and they had a, a little monitor on my finger, but it, they had, they didn't want me to get out of bed. They want me to be in bed the whole time because they want you to get sicker because mm-hmm. that's the plan to get you sick mm-hmm. enough yeah. to put yep. you on a ventilator. Um, and so I pull, I would pull that off and I'd be in the bathroom. They'd come in. Are you Mr. Do? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking a shit. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I'm sitting there doing my drugs and taking <laughs> the pills and doing the Because uh, you got it. You got this 
big inhaler, you're inhaling the stuff mm-hmm, in. It's like mm-hmm. a. <laughs> I had it in a bag with a, a bunch of clothes on top of it, so you couldn't hear it. So like, yeah. I'm, and I'm breathing this stuff in, and you know, I had to do that every three or four hours. So they kept coming in, bothering me, and I'm doing that, and and they only. A doctor came in twice, and both times he asked me if I wanted the vaccine. I'm like, I'm sick. Why would I want the vaccine? That's insane. It's it, totally insane. And I actually recorded the first time I talked to him and sent it to my doctor. He's like, I can't <laughs> believe this guy's practicing medicine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's like the number Fuck one him. contraindication is like, you're, yeah. you're actually sick with yeah, it or happening. Totally. Exactly. And and uh, and they they prescribed me a steroid, which when I told Doctor Barlow what it was, he goes, Yeah, that's the ni. Um, whatever the uh, the health system is in Europe, uh, mm. uh, NIH, I think, or I forget what it's called. Yeah, what is they it? have their health NH- system. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 but he goes, that's what they give people there. He goes, it's literally the cheapest steroid mm. you could buy. Wow. And um, so that's what, you know, that's what they're giving me. By that time, I think he had started me on prednisone too. So I was taking ivermectin. Um, I probably did eight or nine rounds of ivermectin mm. and never once felt bad. Um, in terms of having side effects, I was on budesonine, uh, I was on clomithromycin, which is a, uh, antibiotic. And then he did prednisone. Uh, I think I did three or four rounds of prednisone and also on baby aspirin. So if mm. you do get this, yep. anybody yep. out there gets this, start with the baby aspirin, if nothing else, because it'll keep your blood from clotting. Uh, so that's important to do. And cause that's where you could have real complications. Mm. Uh, yeah, and before that, I was doing like the whole year. I've been doing vitamin C, zinc, vitamin mm-hmm. D. I've been doing yeah, all that shit totally. religiously, and I got hit so hard. Which it could have been a combination of being in the high altitude and breathing smoke and having it. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, that's what it was because a lot of people here at the office got it, and they had it bad, but nobody had it bad. Nobody had it like I. Sure. It was. Uh, it got to where I was coughing up blood, and they had done a uh, a cat scan of my chest. And I had this big, I think it was on this one. I had a big hematoma. It was huge. And um, the doctor comes in. This is a different doctor, but who was on the same level as like, like he knew Dell and he knew Dr. McCullough. He knew, Mm -hmm. and he knew Bartlett. He knew all these guys. So he was like, and I had to go see him in an emergency room. So I had to go schedule an emergency room visit to, and then he would come in and we were doing, you know, I I don't even want to say, I don't want to get him in trouble. But that's how he met patients. He would be like, come see me when I'm in the emergency room and I'll see you like a regular doctor visit. Because he didn't have a regular office. He was an emergency room doctor. And he prescribed me a a long COVID regimen, which was now Trexone, which is a a drug for people uh, trying to get off opiates. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Flumoxetide or something. Flumoxetide. Yeah, yeah, it's like Pepsid AC. It's literally Mm. an anti- um, acid reflux medicine and then uh, 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 glutathione which I would yep. mix yep. Uh, pour that the powder in it, and then put a little saline on it and then breathe that and then I went from that to this stuff called NAC which helps your body develop glutathione which helps clean it out I still take the NAC yep. everything else I pretty much quit I did start having some side effects with the probably the naltrexone and the flumot flumot flammatoid or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I think I started getting very irritable and uh, it, it, I definitely felt different on that stuff. But I did it for about three weeks. It definitely helped my cough. Like immediately, I had this cough going where I was coughing every day, the entire day, and it, that was about a week and a half of coughing every day. And that, that's why I think I had the thing, the little hematoma in my mm. lung. Cause he looks at me and goes, 
He goes, now, I don't think this is cancer. He goes, because I looked at your other CAT scan from a month ago and it wasn't there. And he goes, you've been coughing a lot. It could just be because you're coughing. But he goes, you might want to go get a PET scan, which is a cancer diagnosis. And uh, and actually, I showed that same image and the CAT scan to Dr. McCullough. And he goes, I'll just wait. He goes, I'll mm. just wait. Because he came yeah. in here to do an interview. And yep. he's sitting in the green room. And I'm like, hey, Dr. McCullough, good to meet you. Richard Bartlett's uh, patient. Let me show you what my lungs look like. And he's looking at me. He goes, I don't know how you so people are walking much. around with lungs like this. Because, you know, he's seen... <laughs> tremendous cases of this yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he's you know he, he's just amazed uh at, at how it affects people but he said with the low oxygen level it's different than what a normal low oxygen level is he's like what it is is if it's like your body is like on mount everest trying to breathe yeah, totally. and it just can't pull the oxygen in and he goes that's why you don't need a ventilator you just need oxygen that's really all you need mm-hmm. and we could have probably saved over half the people they stuck on oxygen. They just stuck mm-hmm. them on oxygen when they came in the hospital and not, you know, waited till um, they were so bad. An ER doctor very early on, I think March mm-hmm. or April of, in March, uh, the guy did of 2020, Eric Seidel yeah. in New mm-hmm. York that's, that spoke out and did a YouTube video and said it's yeah. the same thing. It's like these guys are on Mount Everest. We're not treating them the right. We should not be venting these people. Right, right, right. So, and nobody was listening to him. Yeah, you know, and I'm surprised that we video. Were. I think it's still on YouTube. His original mm-hmm. video, they never uh, pulled that one. But then the guys in LA, the two doctors, they mm-hmm. pulled their video. Yeah. Uh, because what they were saying was not right because they were talking about, you know, the death numbers and this really isn't that bad a disease. And, oh, well, we can't oh, no, this has to be the worst thing ever. So we can mm-hmm. scare everybody and lock it down. Yep. You know, so here we are, you know, 18 months later and we still got Fauci running around saying, well, well, now the vaccines don't work the way we thought they would. But, you know, you just need <laughs> to get a booster, you know, and it's, yeah. well, it, if you give it to your totally kids, it works better. I heard. Well, yeah. if we give it to our kids, the, it'll, the inflation will go down. You know, they've oh, said yeah, that. Of course. <laughs> And yep. I, I can't believe anybody in the right mind. We all yeah. know that. It helps the yeah, climate. Exactly. And it might even stop racism. It may. It very well <laughs> yeah. may. I don't even know. These are points that we don't talk about often enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, there is a there is an amazing photo from Kenosha today, which I think, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if these guys, let's see if I, if you can see sure. it there. Are these guys, are they about to kiss? <laughs> What's going on there? I mean, okay. we might be solving the race problem. That's in it. Kenosha That's right the type now. of unity we need. That's the type yeah, of unity we need. Yeah, I mean, this is. This is bros, bros yes. going at it. Uh, but maybe that's what it's going to take. I tell I you know. that I knew the night it happened. So I got a text from a reporter that I knew mm-hmm. who I think he testified. It wasn't Drew Hernandez, mm-hmm. um, but he sent me a text that night. He goes, they're shooting. Mm. I go, what? Damn. And, you know, cause I knew stuff was going off in Wisconsin, but I wasn't really paying attention to it. I literally go on Twitter and I download about six or seven videos in about an hour span. And it's and it just out, and I'm watching this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, I'm pulling this stuff down. I'm like, this is a movie because you had all the angles you needed. Everybody had an angle of <laughs> little Rittenhouse running down the road yeah. and gunning, you know, gunning the guy down, the pedo coming after him. Mm-hmm. And here's the amazing thing some, some of my friends who are definitely more left than I am, um, you know, they're like, oh, he was just. He was out there looking for trouble. I'm like, did you did you watch any of the video? Have you seen a frame of video? He's literally there, guarding a place where he's been asked to with with people he knows, mm-hmm. and he's putting out fires. Although I don't know if he put out the fire or somebody else did, but the guy wearing the shirt. But he's off rendering first aid to people, and this guy uh, tries to attack him, tries to ambush him, 
And I go, do you know what this guy, who this guy is? He goes, no. Well, and I didn't mistake. And I go, he's been, you know, he served like five sentences or five. He had five convictions for child rape. He's a pedo. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of that's the kind of guy that you don't want on your streets. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, and he had just gotten out of prison and went to cause more trouble. Mm-hmm. And so he got, you know, he somebody shot him. You know, he asked for it though. He literally asked for it on video. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I see all these videos and I'm like, this is crazy. Because then I'm like, because uh, I'm, I'm texting the guy. I'm like, well, uh, so re- did you get any of it on video? He didn't get any of that on video, but he he's like. I got a video of the guy early on in the night. I got some stuff afterward. He goes, it's crazy. He goes, it's bedlam right now. Yeah. Um, but it, that whole thing, I knew the night of that I saw it. I go, that's self-defense. That is 100% self-defense. This guy should walk. And, you know, you watch how the news conflicts it all, where people thought they were black people getting shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's why there, there's there's people out there mad. Like, he killed black people. No, he didn't. And, you know, and what if he did kill black people? Well, there's a black guy who jump kicked him in the face who got shot at. And he probably should have been one, too, because you look at what these guys do when they see somebody on the ground and it's one person, they attack them. It's a mm-hmm. pack mentality where they go at them. And, uh, you know, you can see there's no one shorter played a, a, uh, an example today. This one guy who I think he came after somebody with a sword, but he's trying to protect his business Mm. and they get him on the ground and he looks like a crumpled mess. And they all, there was like 12, 13 people stomping on his head. You know, are you going to end up like that guy? That guy's probably not doing too well still to this day. Kyle Rittenhouse walked away from that. And Mm -hmm. so kudos to him, Uh, brave kid. And it seems like the only people he shot were career criminals. So, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that's what we were seeing, like, even here in Portland, like last year. You know, we had a. Person. Oh God, you guys are in Portland. Okay, well, so we're we're in Eugene, Eugene, Oregon, oh, okay. about two hours south of us. Yeah, yeah south little of Portland, Eugene. little little Portland. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, got last. I think I was in Eugene. It was probably like 2003. Yeah. And uh, the local Burning Man group was having a performance underneath the bridge and a big party. Ah, and nice. with, cause those, I think there's like the, the bridge going over the river has got a big stage yep. built under it. So, okay. Yeah. 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 Good times. Yeah. We're, we're, we're kind of looking at the map, trying to figure out if it's, <laughs> if it's tenable much longer here or not. Like, I don't know, dude, but all uh, those Burning Man people are certainly not our friends at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> not, yeah. not anymore. You know, <laughs> yeah. it used it, here. Here's the interesting thing. Cause I was big in that community and about mm-hmm. half of the people, were you know leftist hardcore leftists but it was fine because obama was in office and you know everybody hated bush so we were all you know uh, that was fine it man it, it wasn't until trump that the brainwashing went out of control mm-hmm. there's a lot of people i don't talk to anymore and i'm yeah. fine with it i don't care um it's there you know it's it, it's not me mm-hmm. i'm i'm friends with everybody uh but if you have a problem because of it, it's not even trump it's just like normalcy you know, mm-hmm. you have a problem with normalcy, because if you don't follow everything the Daily Beast says, then you're you're a fascist. You know, mm-hmm. and this is like, sorry, I don't play that game. Not, not my thing. So but for a long time, you know, I was uh, in that arts community doing projects and building giant pieces of art and, mm-hmm. and doing all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, you know, those people are not I wouldn't consider them all, most of those people friends anymore just because they uh, I think they changed. I didn't. Yeah, still the I same. agree. I've been I mean, the libertarian the, for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
we have we have the Oregon Country Fair here, which mm-hmm. is nationally known. And, oh yeah, and they just announced that it's going to be a vaccine only event. That you you must show your vaccination status to get in. Show so, your papers. You know, in, so you know the Oregon Country Fair seems like the most hippie thing, yes. probably in America. Clothing optional. And, show us your papers. Yep. Sure. And when you think <laughs> of like a hippie, you don't think of somebody who's taking all their vaccines and taking their mm-hmm. flu shot every year and everything the government mandates. But these people have been brainwashed. And they're like, yeah, Joe Biden's 100%. telling us to do it. We're going to do it. I feel bad for these people because they're going to have health effects for the rest of their life. Yep. yep. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's scary. So, all right. Well, well I kind of want to, I, okay, I just kind of want to touch back, uh, back yeah. into, to, you know, having COVID. I mean, I also okay. did. And I, it's some of the stuff you touched on, like one of the interesting stuff, things to me when when I had it and I did not have the severe case that you had but um I found that um you know that big list of symptoms that, that everybody talked about like I had all of those symptoms over the course of the the virus you know over yeah of course it they was, come it was really interesting to me I was like I, thought I never it was did lose bullshit, my sense of but... smell or my sense of taste never hmm. lost that interesting and you I had a horrible that? case of it so wow because that was like the one thing that where, where I kind of knew this was what it was at that point you know yeah but, um I just lost but, my appetite yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't eat for three days and I, yeah. I lost a bunch of weight for in that three days. But then once I got my appetite back, I gained it all back real quick. But yeah. uh, but um, the one thing I, I'm curious to ask you, just like as someone who had a severe case of it, what do you think it is at this point? Oh, I at the time I, I figured I was like, this is not natural. Yep. It's a bioweapon. Yep. There's no way that this thing occurred in nature. Mm-hmm. Just because you could feel the ways it was it was clinical in the way it attacked your body. Yeah. It would attack one thing, and then it would add on another one. Then it would add on another. It's different parts of my body. Every day was a new spot, or every half a day, it would change. And just from going through that, I'm like, there, this is not normal. There's nothing normal about this. Because I've had the flu. I've had the mumps. I've had the chicken pox. Um I had this thing called the fifth disease when I was a kid, which is like mm. the fifth childhood disease that is kind of weird. Nobody mm. knows. Nobody really knows what it is, but I had it. Um, so I've had a, a lot of weird things happen to me. I had a weird autoimmune something a, a few years ago. Um, and it was like four days where I couldn't couldn't really move. And then all of a sudden it went away. And uh, so I've had some weird things. This was unlike any of them. Yeah. This was unlike any of them. It was like a, all combined into one. And when you read about you know, what, what they made this thing out of, uh, it's, it's, it's really insidious that, and that we're allowing them to get away with it. Mm-hmm. We're allowing them to play this game. Like, Oh, we don't know where it came from. <laughs> and, you know, I think Trump's just as guilty. He had a whole year to figure out where it yeah. came from and he didn't do it. He didn't, he didn't put a task force together or he didn't. Uh, and, and I, but I think a lot of that is he was being told, Oh, it definitely came from this wet market, came from the bats, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the people around him are all system people and they want to protect that system, which is, you know, let's screw around with viruses and see what we can make happen. And yeah. that's, uh, but yeah, def- I, and, and literally I was hallucinating at one point, the Thursday night, I had a really bad night. I, I, I put a video out on Bandai video. If you go to my channel, Dues News, it's a Dues few News. back. Um, you can, you can find that it's, it's me sitting in a chair and mm-hmm. that's like about, two weeks after I was sick and I still sounded like shit. I had zero energy. I couldn't walk up the stairs without feeling tired. Uh, and I called a couple of my friends over who work here and said, Hey, can y'all come over? I want to shoot a video. 
And because uh, I didn't know if I was going to die, honestly, I'm like, I might die in a week. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. This thing, keep, this is weird. Because I thought I was getting better and then I got worse with the pneumonia. And so going through through uh, that pneumonia, just not being able to breathe right. I mean, it was it was crazy. But um, so I had uh, the story of of going through that. And like, literally, I, I go to sleep. I'm going to wake up early and go get that stuff. And I woke up and I guess my blanket had gotten wrapped around my head. And but I was I had auditory and visual hallucinations at that point. I, I got really freaked out. And um, uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I was digging around for my little music player mm. and in, my, in a pocket. I knew I had a pair. Of, basically, all everything was just kind of flung around my room. It was a, it was a disaster. I had gear. I had a shit ton of gear because we were shooting video, doing the show. Um, I had to bring, you know, gear for everything. So that was all in my room. And then I'm looking around for this thing. And I remember we were at a, a restaurant on Saturday night and like the bartender, a bunch of Alex fans just started, Hey, Mr. Jones, can I get a picture real quick? Mm-hmm. Young kid comes up. The bartender was a fan. And so we're all leaving. I go in the bathroom and I'm coming out. And this guy goes, Hey, is Alex Jones still here? I said, Oh, no, nah, he's, he's gone. You know, and I think he knew who I was or mm-hmm. that I was with him because we're giving this for me. Slap something in my hand. I just stuck it in my pocket. I thought it was like a little piece of art or something, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I found my little music player, and, and then I ra- unwrapped this thing, and it, it was it was magic mushrooms. So oh, I'm wow. like, oh, well, this can't hurt, and I've and I've actually done them before, in, yeah. in when I've been sick, and it's made me feel better. So wow. I popped them and put on the headphones, and uh, uh, right when they were starting to hit, uh, it was a China Cat Sunflower from the Grateful Dead popped on. Wow. And literally at that point, I was able to like, wow, I, I feel I feel pretty good right now. I'm going to get this virus out of the room. Like I could literally see this glowing thing in the corner, which I was assuming was the virus. Oh. And I got it out of the room. Um, so I could have been hallucinating on mushrooms at that point. But beforehand, I was hallucinations going on before I did anything. And I was wow. on nothing. I wasn't drinking. Yeah. I was barely drinking water at the time. Um Although the good thing about Tahoe is you can drink their tap water. They, mm-hmm. they do put a little bit of chlorine in it, but it's, they basically use a uh, ultraviolet light and uh, they uh, not, they distill it reverse osmosis. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, so I'm just, I'm drinking water and that's really it. I'm not doing anything else. And um, so anyway, that hit and I was able to like calm myself down and go to bed and I had the best sleep of my night of, of my life at that point. Well, that week at least. And I woke up the next day at like nine o'clock and got the, got the drugs, but, um, actually cut that part out the mushroom tail. I, I'd put it up originally. Joan saw it. He's like, you can't, you can't be telling people you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just can't be doing that. I said, all right. So I said, we're, we're editing out another version. I told the guys not to post it. And the writers were like, Oh, we're going to post it. You've been so yeah. sick. They're all, everybody's worried about me here. Cause I, it got bad. Like I took a totally. month off work and I've been working here since Oh nine. Yeah. Every day. I never, I'm never sick. Uh, I think I've been out uh, once uh, four years ago where that autoimmune thing. And the only other times when I had kids, and then I got poison ivy one time, really bad, and I was out mm. for a day. I even tore my ACL, and I was in the next day. So I mean, I never miss here. And it was people were like, "Are you okay?" You know, getting a lot of text <laughs> yeah. from people and stuff like that. 
It's, it is just always interesting to me. And I think it's pretty common that anyone who's actually experienced it, like comes to the same conclusion. This was not natural. Oh yeah. The, like the, yeah. the, the bioweapon, they, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Right? That's what you were saying the whole yeah. time. Yeah, 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 totally. As yeah. soon as I had it, I was like, this is not, this is there's, not natural. There's yeah. too many, too many things. I'll tell you this too. The, the Thursday before we left town at dinner with five people, um, it was me, Alex, Owen, and then two other guys out of that whole group. Three of us got sick that weekend from COVID. Wow. Okay. So it happened at that restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the waiters had masks on and some of them didn't. The ones that didn't had just gotten vaccinated because the vaccine, well, <laughs> mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. When it, so it was, this was in July. So it wasn't super prevalent, but a lot of people were getting it at that time and businesses were opening back up. But it was either, you know, a shedding event from one of these waiters mm-hmm. or maybe even you know, Alex said today, he's, he said he's gotten word that they're actually spraying it around places to try to get people sick because they need more, they need more cases, yeah, which I, I wouldn't I, be surprised. And nothing, heard, at this point, nothing surprises yeah, me. Totally. That's I, I heard him reporting on that. I'm like, well, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we I, I kind of question the same thing though, too. Cause I mean, I didn't, I don't know someone who was sick and then I got sick, you know, it wasn't right. like that. But, yeah. You just but got I, sick all of a sudden, but I'm in an office with all these people that have been vaccinated. Right. And I, w- I was more worried about them than, than any, anyone else. I wasn't worried about anyone who didn't get the shot. I was worried about being around the people who got the shot. And so you caught it after that? Yeah. 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 And that's the only thing I could think of. We were all in that spot. Owen didn't get it that bad. Me and the security guy were up with Alex. And I think a lot of it was that altitude, mm-hmm. the high altitude and the smoke. And then I started seeing stories. The smoke is making COVID worse. I'm like, fuck yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's it definitely uh, amplifies its uh, its uh, abilities because your body's already stressed. Yeah. And you know, being at a high elevation, it was like six sixty four hundred feet, and then you're in like there was for the first two days, you couldn't even see across the lake. It was so smoky, mm-hmm. and you see it was like kind of a light fog. And then it was thicker and then it was thicker. You'd see mm. bands of the smoke going up. And uh, the place we stayed at, so they had no air conditioning at this first place because nobody has air conditioning in Tahoe. And we were in a house. It was me and the, the guard. And um, uh, we didn't have air conditioning. So we had the windows open. So we're breathing in smoke all night. Yeah. And it was uncomfortable because it was like 90 degrees. So it was just mm. like, you just mm-hmm. felt like crap. We finally, when we got to a hotel, we were, we told us, we're like, we're getting out of this Airbnb. We're getting a hotel. Cause mm-hmm. like we can't sleep at night. And then he started feeling bad once we moved to the hotel, but he probably got it from me because I was around everybody. And, uh, it's amazing that I don't know. Alex got a very mild case. I think when he came back, um, and, uh, and, and then it raced through the office. Like, I don't know, every, pretty much everybody got it. I don't know anybody who didn't get it a version of it, but most of it was mild. And Dr. Bartlett treated almost everybody in the office. Now that's, that's such a great connection to have. And I, just for our listeners, just cause not all of, all of our listeners have uh, Dr. Bartlett's phone numbers on their texts. You are very lucky, but you know, I, I did the, the no agenda route and I ordered the Zverdo kits from okay. uh, India. So, yeah. so you can get a kit with ivermectin um, and uh, doxycycline I th- or yeah. zithromycin and uh, zinc pills. Yeah. It's just a, it's what they were giving to them in India before they had any cases, right? And to, before we've actually, Pfizer came in. We've ordered a bunch of those yeah. just to have here at the office because, yeah. you know, Alex said, look, it's coming back. He's like, if you mm-hmm. think they're going to let us, uh, totally. you know, let this off. No, no. This is to Dude. continue. 
This oh, is yeah. to go. The lockdown's going to increase more. They're going to start taking more rights away, and everybody's got to be vaxxed because they got to create the 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 classification system to watch yeah. us all, mm-hmm. and that's the the vaccine passport. That's what everything yep. they can get yep. everybody to do it, yep. and that was what they think. Uh, but yep. I think they're lying about the numbers of people that take totally. Hundred um, percent. I think it's about fifty fifty. Yeah, and 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 then there might be a group of people that took one dose that got sick and they're like, fuck, I ain't doing this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't doing this. So. Yeah. Yeah. Around here, you know, I would say that there's, a, it's, it's, it feels like there's a, it's at least 50, 50, but I feel like that's, that's right. Like in the overall population, man, like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't feel like it's anything above like what they're, what they're saying. And also you got to take into consideration the fact that so many of those people were coerced into it and don't want oh, to, yeah. don't believe in it, you know? Yeah. And it's like, for us, yeah. we're, we spend a lot of time going to these medical freedom rallies and, uh, you know, just the last one we went to, uh, the biggest one we've been to up in Salem, uh, there, you know, there was a large majority or not a majority, but a large segment of the pop- people there that were like, you know, there was a booth that said lefties for medical freedom, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like stuff like that. And so people well, are seeing behind, uh, you know, behind the curtain on this one for sure. Well, and this is where we have to come together. People yeah, have yeah. to like put aside petty, you know, orange man, bad differences and go, yeah. you know, do we all want to, we're all going to end up in the camp together unless mm-hmm. we stand together now. And so people have to, to get, get their shit straight, realize that we are not the enemy to each other. Mm-hmm. They made us the enemy and mm-hmm. they did it very slyly. And we have to just, Hey, let's put all that aside the enemy of our enemy is our mm-hmm. enemy mm-hmm. and uh and, and look at it that way and and you know i all the other stuff all these social issues and stuff we could work out and, yeah. you know if, if if you know we're gonna have a situation where the cities are gonna be a little more liberal and then the, the countryside is gonna be a little more conservative i'm cool mm-hmm. with that too you know yeah. uh the country's big enough for everybody but it's not big enough for tyrants so we got to get yeah. rid of those people immediately or yeah. else uh it's just going to keep getting worse yeah, and, and and I don't know what it's going to take, man, and I feel like we're at that precipice where right now we're about to probably see just, a, you know, I mean, with all the, the kids now getting vaccinated, like the yeah. 5 to 11-year-olds, like this is just this is just shocking and just like so frightening. And it's like, is this what it's going to take? You know, like we if, – if we've been pretty much right about everything up until this point, you know what I mean? And if we're looking at the numbers and especially – I know you've done some reporting on this about the tromethamine, you know, that they're adding to yeah. the, you know, the childhood vaccines, which – if nothing else, you can't just add something and then not go back and like test it at all. And again, test it, yeah. It's like, oh no, like, here's a new thing, and yeah. Not- and, and plus, it kind of acknowledges the problem that we all were pointing at the the shot for in the first place, right? That all these, yeah. all this myocarditis and pericarditis is happening, and all these yeah. all these young boys that are like, it's like. Literally, it is so much more dangerous for for uh, a young person to take this vaccine than to get the virus. It's just it was already insane to, to do five and eleven year olds. Mm-hmm. Well, and if they already had the virus, this is okay. where it's going to get bad. Yeah. Those are the kids that are going to have really bad issues yeah. uh, right right off the top. And then if you're allergic to any of the ingredients, you're you're mm-hmm. screwed. I can't believe anybody would give their kid an mRNA vaccination. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. At this point, and it, I just I just feel. I feel bad for these people who got duped into doing this and those who got yep. coerced. I know people who've got the vaccine and have gotten sick. And I know some people have got the vaccine and nothing's happened to them. Yep. So, Same here. you know, it's, 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 it's a crapshoot. It doesn't work. That's one mm-hmm. thing yeah. I know. It mm-hmm. doesn't work like, like advertised. And mm-hmm. uh, I never planned on taking it anyway. Uh, you know, even back, back when they first, when Trump started talking about it, I wasn't going to take it, you know, and hundred percent. I, I think that's where he, he lost a lot of people by, touting that vaccine to totally 
because people know this stuff takes a long time to get set up. Mm-hmm. And when you do this emergency authorization and then there's no live, you know, accountability from the drug companies, screw that, dude. You know, they're either 100% accountable or you can't make anybody take, it, you know. Right. So that's that's how I feel. That's how I feel about that. It is it is interesting with Trump just to like, I mean, look at his history. I mean, when he, you know, before he even came into office, he was questioning vaccines. Yeah. He was questioning in, yeah. in the uh, debates, right? Yeah. He, and he got he, a little talking a, to uh, from Bill Gates. He said, no, yeah. don't, don't look at vaccines. Mm-hmm. Like, that mm-hmm. would be a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had an appointment, I believe, uh, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was supposed to meet yeah. with him. And I think he backed out of it. That's right. At the last minute is what I heard. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you know, I, it seems like, I mean... Who knows? I'm sure there was a ton of pressure at that at that you know that level yeah. at that level for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. you I mean, it's the most uh, propagandized thing in, in in the world. I mean, I think that's why those of us who uh, you know were who had questioned vaccines before before COVID arrived, we saw this shit coming a mile away. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, but honestly, though, this has woken up so many people, especially mm-hmm. the ones that took it and got sick. Uh, and the Rittenhouse thing's waking up a lot of people. Yeah. Like the next two or three months, it's going to be, there's going to be a wave of people who are going to be out in the streets protesting. There's massive protests going on right now. The The lefties in New York are doing it. Mm-hmm. The working class yep. people in New York are, are banding together and like, you know what? We're going to get in our mayor's face, especially our new mayor, and tell them you better not do anything else to lock mm-hmm. us down or, or, or that's over. We're done, you know, and people are done. They're sick of it. They've destroyed, you know, half the small businesses in this country and, and we let them do it. But now it's time, you know, it's time to not give another inch at all. Don't. Absolutely. I don't wear a mask anywhere. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yep. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing any of that crap. I'm done. I'm done with their bullshit, man. And I, I see people walking around with them. I'm just like, I feel so, I feel pity, but it's also kind of disgust too. It's like, mm-hmm. God, you have no self-worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have zero self worth. That's what I, when I look at somebody wearing a mask, I just like you have zero self worth, and, and you are totally brainwashed. And there's nothing you can't do anything for these people. No, at this point, I mean, if you haven't if you haven't seen the writing on the wall at this point, it's like, man, I got nothing left for you. You know, it, it's just been it's been one continuous demoralization after another. But at the same yeah. time, I always love to point out that that man. Throughout all of this, like we have found each other, we have found other people in this community, yeah. and we have found ways to thrive more than I personally have ever thrived in my life. And I was just forced out of my job. You know, I was working as a drug and alcohol counselor, and I got forced out because of the vax. And so now I'm just like diving into this project and then doing other things that like that were I never even would have thought to do. And yeah. now that I have this time available to me, it's like wow, my life is like now on this track. You know what I mean? And so it's weird how this thing is happening, but I think that's representative of in so many ways. This mass awakening is happening and we are building this new world. It's a really powerful thing that we get to be involved in. So I think so as much as we do, uh, you know, I mean, I tune in InfoWars every day and I'm I'm like, oh, fuck, we're so fucked. But at the same time, it's empowering. It's empowering and it takes me to a level where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to take action. And the action that we're taking is empowering our community. When when they close those doors on us, we we have... Yeah. been forced into opening new doors which yep. is which is making this new world which is yep. going to be way better than they way should. better way better and as the and people continue to wake up and exit that system we're going to have this system ready and waiting for infrastructure them. set up yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and this tyranny is going to be fresh in everybody's minds for a long time yeah people aren't going to forget about this this isn't like a concert you went to or or a car wreck this is something mm-hmm. that was systemic for many years mm-hmm. and um the good thing is people you know uh especially those who live through it the younger kids, I don't know what they're going to be like. My kids are, 
they, I mean, they get it. They don't, you mm -hmm. know, they, uh, they get what's going on, but I don't think to the degree, you know, cause they don't have to deal with like a business failing or anything mm -hmm. like that. Or, um, but you know, they had, they didn't go to school for a year and a half, you know, they were homeschooled, which I thought was great. My wife didn't like it as much cause she was homeschooling <laughs> them, Yeah. but you know, they, they did it and they did, they did pretty good. I think it was better than, uh, going to the school they were going to. And then we moved out in the country and things are a lot better out there. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. Like just, just finding ways to thrive throughout all this. It's been yeah. real. It's really been an amazing thing. Like so much of this is just, there's a lot of silver linings, a lot of positive things happening, you know? Um, yeah. Well, it's all your outlook, you know, all your yep. outlook on, on all this stuff. And, you know, you could go around looking for enemies or you can go around looking for friends. If you look mm -hmm. for enemies, you're going to find enemies. You look for friends, you're going to find friends. Totally. Totally. Well, let's see here. So another thing that just popped up. So can you yeah. tell us, and I know it's kind of a little bit of a, maybe a secretive thing at this point, but can you, can you, can you tell us about reset wars? Oh, well, um, I don't know. I don't know how much I can tell you. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Don't, don't tell us too but, much, but just, just to kind of tease it, just kind of tease it. What, what but I'll tell you, on? I'll tell you, Alex is, this is a project Alex uh, started working on about a month ago. Okay. And it's a, it's a, it's a new thing he's doing. It's a little separate. He's working on it with some outside people. Um, but also, you know, a lot of us are working on it too. I'm, yeah. You know, uh, I, those videos, I don't know if you watched the the video we put up on, um, on Bandai video, we made a reset wars channel. And oh, no, I haven't caught that yet. The, no. That video there, I actually went out, I got up one morning a couple weeks ago and Alex wanted me to do this on the weekend. I'm like, I don't have any gear with me. I'm not coming to your house at seven in the morning on a Sunday. Um, but I said, I'll do it. I'll do it Tuesday. Cause I'll go in Monday. I'll get the stuff. Cause I, I live like 30 minutes from the office and I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not driving in to get this stuff to come to your house early in the morning, but I'll do it on a Tuesday. And it was a great morning. It was foggy. We shot probably, you know, I call them promos. They're not really promos, just Alex talking mm -hmm. and then kind of, Oh, and go to resetwars.com to see what I'm learning about. But it's like, he's throwing out all this stuff, but Darren McBreen put together this mm. piece that, it's a three minute piece on there and it's uh it's amazing i don't know if did y'all watch the tim pool podcast last night i did yes okay yes. uh I, I was standing out there joe rogan showed up hell yeah and I, I said thanks for healing aaron Rodgers, joe and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just want to say something stupid as he walked by yeah but um yeah they so they're they were doing that um outside of uh of here and then they're moving on to you know different locations they're Tim pulls like a little nomad right now. Yeah, he, that's pretty. Pulls pretty up rad. stakes and moves his thing and mm -hmm. shows up. So it's been it's been a pretty interesting uh, uh, thing having them you know around for a couple of days. And totally. I think Tim came on Alex's show. I think he's coming on tomorrow too. Mm -hmm. um, but but that that whole group of people together is something that the that the establishment fears. They want all these guys to be in competition with each other. Mm -hmm. They want all these guys. Like, oh, I'm not going on that show. I'm not going to do that. But Joe is kind of the pioneer of, hey, I'm going to bring everybody onto my show, and then I'm going to go on other people's shows. And that kind of bled over into all these other people doing this. And, you know, Alex has been on Tim's podcast several mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been up to the the compound where, where they live up there. Very good. Uh, I'm amazed at, at the success he's had just by, you know, doing his YouTube channel and being mm -hmm. able to not get mm -hmm. banned. He's really – exactly. Uh, you know, we were pulling in pretty decent money um, off of YouTube before we got banned and we weren't even putting ads on it. Like we didn't mm, say, yeah. you know, put ads here, put ads here. They were just doing it. Yeah. And um, 
so you know you could pick they're, they're like you could pick between either the ads that pop on the bottom or the full screen ad that pops up for three seconds and we were like we didn't we don't want any ads like, no you yeah. have to pick one or, or we're not going to let uh, you on our platform because we're going to make money off you bastards yep yep and uh but we recently um took care of our our little award that we got from youtube but anyway wow. watching watching what he's been able to do with his money and what but he's also doing something inclusive he brings a lot of people in he's got a good team mm-hmm. um that they all have their little strengths and stuff and they and they do a good they do a good job it's not as slick as kind of what we do mm-hmm. um i think we do it a little slicker than most people mm-hmm. and um i mean but right now we're kind of at the peak i think this is i don't know how long we're gonna last at this level it's great and i was i you know, uh, this studio here was, uh, all this area around me was a giant room and we built all these walls and, and yeah. broke through from the one side to this side. And, you know, I've seen this place grow from, you know, uh, a small little closet studio to what we have today, which has got booms and, you know, giant video screens and all that. Yeah. And that's, you know, you don't, now I look at it and like, wow, this could all go away at any time. We don't know what the future is going to hold. So, um, you know, reset wars is one of these things. Alex is just, he's trying to do more things and, and, uh, and reach out and try to help as many people as possible with what is going on and what's going on in our brains and how to recognize things and see them and, and judo that stuff back on you. Cause he's, yeah. you know, he's, he's been doing this for a long time mm-hmm. and he's seen, you know, what I feel is he's always going back to an access TV moment where it's just him and a microphone and a, and a camera looking straight on at him. He likes the straight on shot where he could talk to the people mm-hmm. right there and let them know what's going on. And he's never been a guy that's trying to, um, you know, like, a you know, they, they call him a snake oil salesman, but all the stuff he sells are supplements that everybody uses. Mm-hmm. Totally. And when they go and, and the people that don't like him check these supplements. They're like, oh, wow, this is really good stuff. But he's overcharging people. And then they show a brand and it's more than what we're charging people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like they mm-hmm. can't beat us because we're not trying to screw people at the end of the day. They mm-hmm. are selling false ideologies and false paradigms and, and false trinkets and stuff like that. We're just giving people skills that they can take out in the real world and and use them in their life. And not everything, you know, not everybody's going to use everything he says, but there's a lot of stuff. I've gotten plenty of good advice from his show through the guests and and through everything else that, and especially now the guests we're having now are just, man, it's just people have realized, you know, they're like, they're like, Oh, this guy got banned for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he may be loud and he does all this other stuff, but they banned him because he's saying all the shit. He was saying all the shit that's coming to pass now 10 years ago. And that's where yeah. we, that's how we win. We we yep. keep putting the, the stuff out there. And when it happens, it's like, well, we told you. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I'm always texting these guys when one of our, our previous guests are on InfoWars. I'm like, hey, do you see what our guest is on? Yeah. Uh, you like Judy Mikovits and yeah. McCullough. But yeah, we're always like, hey, yeah, do you see McCullough's on yeah, InfoWars? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah, anyway, right on. Well, Rob, man, uh, I'd see. And then I know that there's, uh, what is it, saveinfowars.com. You guys have a little crowdfunding thing going on right now. And Yeah. And that's mainly to fund the, you know, the lawsuits. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been deposed four times. Damn. And it's, it, it sucks. Um, the way you're talked to and the way they're making it seem like what we do is somehow against the law, even though we're not breaking any laws, mm-hmm. they want to make it seem like what we're doing is against the law. 
yeah. and that we shouldn't be allowed to do it. And so that's it. It's weird because you see all this stuff going on around you and you see people flagrantly breaking the law. Nothing happens to them. You know, you see cities burning. You see hardly anybody get arrested for that. You see senators, crowds of people going around senators and beating up the cops that are protecting. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens to these people. Mm -hmm. There's no investigations. There's nothing. Yeah. And, and, you know, Rand Paul gets up bitches about it, but nothing happens. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens. So we've entered a, an area where there are, there's two, well, there's, there's three forms of, of law. There's the lower class, which has always got the raw deal, the people who can't pay for lawyers. And then there's, if you're on the a conservative, you have a different set of rules you have to follow. And then if you're on the left, you can kind of do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't see much, you know, the only justice you might be getting is street justice yeah. at this point. Cause I don't see, you know, uh, this, this Durham investigation is, is, you know, we're all going to be dead by the time it's it's concluded and nobody's going to get in trouble. I don't believe anybody's getting in trouble out of this thing. Uh, you know, these people that they're talking about, I've never heard of them mm. except Fiona Hill and nothing's happening to her, but she's being implicated now. I just don't think anything's going to happen to these people. I you think mean Hillary's gonna... not in Guantanamo right now? Wait, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Gina Haspel didn't have a gunfight <laughs> in Germany, you know? Yeah. It's... it's it, that, that was another part of the whole PSYOP, that mm -hmm. that, that long game, wh whoever was running the QAnon chat board, mm. and we know it was some people uh, who they were, hmm. um, but, you know, that how they were able to take people's research and people knowing things aren't right, but twisting it just enough to making it bullshit. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you look at the poor QAnon shaman, man. I got yeah. it. Got never heard of fly. We actually ran into him in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, while we were doing a bunch mm -hmm. of stop the steal stuff. I think that's where he's from. He's from the Arizona yeah. area. Yeah. And you know, I, you see that guy, and you're like, oh wow, who the hell is this? Mm -hmm. And you know, he's a little weird, but he's he's like what you call a mascot. Mm -hmm. He was that. That's what I saw him as. He was there to pump people up, get people motivated, and keep people moving. He just did it a little differently than other people. And you can't fault the guy for how he does it. Um, I think, you know, for the most part, for what he was doing, he was successful at doing it. People wanted to take their picture with him. He pumped people up and he was there being a patriot. And when he went into the Capitol, they let him in. And he, he was even telling people, don't do this. This is a sacred place. I'm here making sure people don't do anything. That And that's how it's like the people on – on our side are good to a fault. Mm -hmm. You know, they walk through the velvet ropes. They take pictures with the statues. Had that been a leftist gang who had gone in mm -hmm. that Capitol, it would have been burned to the ground. Mm -hmm. No problem. Yep. It would have been burned to the ground. Yep. And, uh, and no one would have gotten, no one would be uh, held responsible for this. It would yep. be, Oh, the security cameras didn't work. Or, mm -hmm. We can't tell who any of these people are. It would have always been these excuses and nothing would have happened to these people. Now, They've turned into, you know, patriots uh, walking through the Capitol, which I think they had every right to do. I think mm, they had every yeah. right to do that. They had every right to be there. They have every right to be pissed off. Um, and I think their country and now we're, we're learning the repercussions of what happened when you give the country to people who don't deserve it. These people yeah. that are in power now do not deserve to be there. They don't know how to handle that power. They aren't ready for the responsibility. They're um, they're retarded. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them. And, <laughs> you know, and. And we know Joe Biden's not running the show. It, it's it's yeah. bull. And so 
Now it's going to be the hurt time and we'll see how long this lasts, you know, yeah. because I think, I think people think, Oh, we're going to come up with a red wave in 2022. doesn't matter who you elect. If yeah. it's, if it's not the right people, if you elect people who are Republicans, just because they're Republicans, that doesn't mean anything. No, nope. they'll still screw you. I mean, look at, nope. look at uh, the guy from South Carolina, uh, the, the, the foppy guy, what's his name? The yeah. Senator, you know, oh, he was, he's Lindsey Graham. Oh yeah. The guy's never been on the right side of anything. No. Never. Yeah. And yeah. oh, I get cozy up to Trump and pretend like I'm a mm-hmm. Trump guy. Mm-hmm. And and he's going to bitch a little about one thing, but that guy doesn't care about anybody. I mean, no. and and he continuously gets elected. Mitch McConnell. Yeah, I don't like Mitch McConnell. I mm-hmm. think he's a loser. I think mm-hmm. half these guys are losers. Mm-hmm. You know, Ron Johnson seems to be the only guy talking about the COVID vaccine. Everybody yeah, else is exactly. too afraid to. Ted exactly. Cruz won't even talk about it. Yep. You know, Cruz and Cornyn here in Texas, basically worthless. You know, I don't know what we get out of them. We don't we get a little bit of rhetoric. And, you know, Ted went to the border for a day. And, but, you know, we're still not stopping anything. Mm-hmm. What, what mm-hmm. are we doing? You know, mm-hmm. we we get the National Guard. And what does the National Guard do? They work with the smugglers to bring the people over so they can process them and bring them into this country. It's like, no, you're supposed to be there to stop people from coming in the country illegally. That's what you that's your job. Your yep. job is not to work with the, and they're, they're probably afraid. They've probably been threatened. Who knows? Yeah. Totally. Because the people running the show will never know who they are. It's mm. the old Carlin thing, man. Yep. Yeah. Big club. <laughs> you ain't in it. You ain't in it. Oh, man. Well, Rob, man, thank you so much, man. It's been such an honor. Like, uh, Truthzilla, my militia call to action. I want you guys to all go out there, support InfoWarsStore.com this this holiday season instead of Amazon. You know, they've got all kinds of cool stuff. Go check it out. Um, we got Owens Legal Defense Fund, man. Like, we like uh, prayers to all you guys. You guys are doing amazing work. It, thank it, you so, so much. So you guys are, are truth dinosaurs? Is that what Truthzilla is? Truthzilla, yeah. We're just uh, just just dropping truth bombs, man. We're never we're good. going extinct. Hey, yeah. listen, yeah. this is how it's all going to change. Yeah, um, yep. Because now we're not getting news. Like, nobody's getting news from the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. People are getting news from people like Tim Pool. Totally. And, you know, Tim Pool's not perfect, but he's way better than the mainstream media. And at least totally. he cares about being, and he has integrity. You yep. know, I think overall, yeah, he's waking up too. I've yep. seen him change from where he first totally. started, yeah, which was, you know, a lefty skater punk, to mm-hmm. now he's becoming like, hey, I'm going to live out in the woods with my guns. Yeah. yeah totally. He's a completely Absolutely. different person than he was 10 years ago. Yep. And, you know, you know, I am too. It's mm-hmm. a metamorphosis. It takes it time is. to get people there. So we're not going to change everybody overnight. Nope. You have to just, you know, although it's easy now to see what's going on when people get screwed by this system, it's like, ah, now I'm going to help mm-hmm. you up and I'm yep. going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what's really going on, buddy. Yeah. You're going to tell like, you the real oh, story about Hillary Clinton shit, here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you're talking about Mina, Arkansas and yep. Haiti. Show them a few videos. Yeah. You know, and that's all it takes is a few of these things. So, all right, Rob, well, you're doing really great work out there, man. We really appreciate you so much. And in the morning to you. In the morning to you guys. All right. Have a good one. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Good evening. Hugh's great, man. I love it, man. I'm just, I'm I'm super excited. Like, I'm just like, I'm like, oh, he is at the InfoWars studio. I'm just blown away, like, by like how super down to earth he is, man. Just like, I I mean, I've said this to you guys, but like, he's just us, man. He's just been doing it longer and like, uh, you know, doing it with the the big guys. But like the same time, it's just like having a conversation with someone who seeing the same exact shit that we're seeing. Right. Yep. 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 I love it, man. I love it. Uh, super honored, man. That's just, that's really cool. Really cool. They take a special night. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, 
awesome guys well thank you so much for hanging out with us like that's just uh you know it made my little dream come true you know what I mean? yes like, it was one, so, one step closer to well, your no, dream no, coming no, true no, rob, dude, dude, rob <laughs> do is, is the man oh for, for sure the for sure man, yep, absolutely. he's on my bucket list too blah yeah 100%, 100%. like uh and and i was gonna i was gonna tell him i was gonna be like uh uh Tell Owen hi for Megan for me, would you? But, uh, <laughs> but, but I forgot. If only I, forgot. I had thought I forgot. of it. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Maybe I could do like lips. Like I'm pretty sure I have lipstick somewhere. I could kiss an envelope, like old fashioned send it. Is that is that creepy, ne- stalky? You know, and should I wait? Maybe next we'll get Rob back and then and then we'll maybe after the we'll second do, time we'll, we'll do okay. the lipstick cards. On that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys, we have been talking about where to go. Maybe Texas is a good thing. If if I could like t- text. Uh, Del Big Tree when I'm sick and get yeah. Dr. Richard Bartlett's number totally. and call him every day. Like, Next yeah. year, Ed. Uh, you know, talk, talk, show Dr. Peter McCullough my pictures my of, my, yeah, of your yeah, lungs, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Come your on. hematoma in your I mean, lungs. Yeah. I, I want those. I want to be that close to these these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. Well, we're so grateful to be in this yep. community, and it's Love been it. quite the ride. Love it. Everybody, that was Rob Dew. Thank you so much for sitting in with us this evening. Please go check out all of the stuff that they're doing at Infowars. Infowarsstore.com, Band.Video. Uh, let's see. What's the new channel? What did you say? It's, it's uh, Oh, yeah. So so the new thing that he was talking about, Reset Wars. Reset so Wars. what you do is just go to ResetWars.com and register with your email, and they will email you when when they announce what it's all about. But apparently it's big. There was a video on Infowars. Yeah, there's, there's some teaser like video. Teaser, there's teaser some teaser fair. video. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys shop at InfowarsStore.com. Like for, like they got t-shirts. They got like really cool just like survival gear and stuff. So they like, have pretty fantastic know, supplements. Yeah, yeah. And I know that that's something yeah. that we're all looking to yeah, be yeah, like yeah, stronger yeah. in yeah. our systems with. So that's totally. Great so, so you guys, like we want to keep them on the air, keep them doing it. Like say what the hell you want about Infowars, man. Like I don't care. Like the fact that they are just such a thorn in the side of the establishment is like just that in and of itself is, is worth is worth it you know we like truth on all its channels yeah yeah so so right on hell yeah all right everybody i am megan sitting here with my good friends scott and ed and we wish all of you intellectual prosperity